Welcome to the ADHD Fempreneur Podcast, where we unleash the power of the ADHD entrepreneurial mind. I'm Kerry Fitzgibbon. Ladies, let's turn your superpower into success. Hey, welcome to the ADHD Fempreneur Podcast. I'm super excited today to be talking about ADHD Fempreneurs and the holiday season. Very, very timely right now. But as we get into, you know, the Christmas, obviously, and New Year, and over this busy time, how it really, really affects us ADHDs. Because and I guess, you know, um, it's super exciting to be looking forward to Christmas, uh, looking forward to holidays, looking forward to New Year's. I absolutely love New Year's Eve. But it can also be an extra stressful time for ADHD. So on one hand, we look forward to it and love it because it's, you know, huge dopamine hit to be able to, you know, have some time off if if you've got holidays or, you know, have lots and lots of Christmas parties, let's face it, and New Year's parties and things like that. Um, and that's super exciting. And that, that those are the bits that I love. But then there's the stressful side of things of having to organize, having to think about presents, having to think about, you know, um, plan and, you know, who are we going to see and all this pressure of actually commitments and turning up. So I just really, really wanted to address that today because over the years, it's got worse for me personally. And I'm sure some of you will be able to absolutely relate to this. So many years ago, when we were kids, we loved Christmas. Christmas was super, super exciting. New Year's was exciting. The holidays were exciting. You know, we got to ride around on our bikes. I'm a, born in the 70s, so an 80s child, I got to ride around on my bikes for, you know, six six to eight weeks with, with all my friends. As I've got older and, you know, no doubt the same as you, you know, you've got work and then all of a sudden you have children and then you've got to buy presents and organize it. And then there's the multiple different family dinners and whatnot that you've got to go to. And you don't want to disappoint one family to go to another family's Christmas or one friend's party or whatever else. And then there's the multiple Christmas parties. And again, if you're Depends on where you are on your, you know, on your journey of of being having ADHD or on your journey of being an adult. To be honest, of whether you drink or don't drink, but I happen to enjoy drinking, and I know a lot of ADHDs do as well. So it's not like never turning down a Christmas party. It's like oh, another Christmas party, right? So I loved all that stuff, and I always have loved that stuff. But what I've found over the last couple of years, and I only got diagnosed in the last year, so but have always had ADHD, just didn't realize that it was a, you know, didn't realize that I had ADHD, but had all the symptoms of. So, but what I've found over the last couple of years, especially, so I'm 49, I'm going through perimenopause, is I just have just got so drained and so stressed. It, I come to around about December the 1st, and I am just so unmotivated. I am so drained. I I just want to sit inside the house, not see anyone, not talk to anyone. I can't cope with noises. I can't cope with anything. And I've got teenage children who are like, mom, can you drive me here? Mom, can you take me there? I've got lots of friends who are inviting me to Christmas parties. I have several businesses, so I've got to have client Christmas parties and stuff like that. And then you might be able to write, you've been invited to so many Christmas parties. You've got kids you've got to organize presents for. You've got to organize holidays and things like that. And it gets way too much. And I really do understand if that's you because that's 100% me. So 
I want to talk about that and I want to talk about how I've tackled it this year, right? So one of the things, and you might be able to relate to this, who else actually loves taking your mind away on your next holiday or planning your next holiday? In fact, that's one of my favorite pastimes when I'm procrastinating um, in my business, okay? I will go online and I will search for destinations to go and travel to. And in fact, I won't just search for destinations to go travel, travel to, oftenly impulsively buying tickets to fly to other countries. Don't ever book the accommodation. I just buy the flights so that I know that's when I'm going. And that's something that makes me super, super happy. And often I'll buy those flights the day I'm going to travel or the next day as well. If, you know, if I haven't got anything planned over the next week and I try not to plan things by the way, because that's just too much commitment. So, um, so what I decided to do this year is impulsively, um, to a certain extent, someone invited me to go to Thailand to go to a retreat. And this is at the end of November. So what I did to tackle the New Year's, the holiday season stress, is I just took myself away from it. And I want to share with you the experiences of getting away during the stressful times of the year if you can do it. And especially if you're an ADHD fempreneur or if you're an ADHD and you've got a business, make sure that you build your business in such a way that you can absolutely get away, right? That you don't have the commitments that you would have to a business that you might be tied to. And that's something that I teach people how to do is how to have that laptop lifestyle so that there's no commitments and things like that. So since I have been a little bit of a hermit, um, I couldn't cope with uh, Christmas parties this year I couldn't cope with people and I couldn't cope with the planning and the organization and things like that I literally jumped on the plane and went to Thailand uh, within a few days in fact I think it was within a two days of having an invitation I was on my flight and I went to Thailand and what I found with actually traveling and getting away and having a still a working holiday because I have to work is I found some really really key things that you need to know if you are doing the holiday season um, or decide you want to do the holiday season as an ADHD, um, as an ADHD fempreneur specifically. So you have to work while you're doing it. There's a couple of key things that I want you to be aware of that I might be able to help you with here. Okay. So the first one is I found that I got the flight. So I got my flight to Thailand. That was it. I did, I, I, and I was staying with some friends at a retreat. So the first week was kind of planned out. So that was absolutely fantastic. But what I found when I got to the airport in Thailand is that I always make sure because I've done enough traveling, that no matter what country I go to, that um, that you always take some of the country's cash with you. Okay, because sometimes you get to countries and your ATM might not work, your phone might not work and whatnot, and you need to get places. So always carry some cash with you. That's the currency of the country that you're traveling to. Enough to get you to, you know, a, an Uber or a taxi or whatever else. Um, and and then I, what I typically do there is um, once I get to a country. So I did the week in, in Thailand at a marketing retreat. I would work, run in the morning, get exercise done, work hard for about two or three hours on my laptop, but make absolutely no plans to do that many calls if, if I can get away with it, whatever else. And then look forward to taking the afternoon off, right? So that makes it super, super easy as well. Um, and then, so what I did after that, so a week in Thailand, uh, doing a, it was a marketing retreat actually, then jumped on the plane and went to Bali. And I've now been in Bali three weeks and I'm going to be doing another three weeks as well. So the other key things, you know, to look for, and it's, oh, by the way, it's been absolutely brilliant. So getting away from Christmas, escaping Christmas as uh, an ADHD fempreneur, for me now that 
Christmas has got really hard and New Year's, you know, organization has got really hard. Escaping it and running away from it has been absolutely brilliant. I don't have the stress. I don't have the overwhelm. I don't have the panic. I don't have, you know, to hide away. I don't have energy drain. I have more energy. I have more focus. I have got more work done over this period of time than what I would have had I stayed and forced myself into doing the holiday season, how most people do it, you know, busy family and stuff. Now, I know this is not going to be able to work for everyone. And I do absolutely 100% understand that. But if, if I can give you any bit of advice about planning, you know, your, your, your Christmas and, and your holidays and things, especially if you are finding it harder and harder each year, is if you have to do it, Get someone else to plan it for you. Get someone else to go and buy your presents for you. Um, I actually did this way. I didn't even realize that I outsourced Christmas cards and gifts right back when I was a kid in school. And we all had to write Christmas cards to everyone. Well, everyone gave Christmas cards to everyone, right? And I would get get right to the last day of school and I would not have done my Christmas cards right and so I'd get one of my girlfriends to write all these Christmas cards for everyone and she would do it for me so if you have to do that stuff and you know that you're going to be panicking and stressing about buying presents and so on or you know organizing new year's parties and that get someone else to do it for you take the stress off there's already so much going on in your brain so much that you need to do that's just one thing that someone else can do and there's people out there that actually love going shopping and buying presents and organizing and things like that. There's people that love it. Don't get me wrong. I do love shopping. It's just trying to do it in time. So typically, people will get Christmas presents from me after Christmas. Actually, that's a really good one as well because they're so much cheaper. Or I'll just give them cash. Cash, gift cards work super, super well. Um, so I've, like I said, I've spent the last couple of weeks now in Bali doing a working holiday, escaping Christmas uh, and going into the new year. And um, just again, a couple of the key things I found with traveling uh, or doing the laptop lifestyle, being the ADHD fempreneur, is I generally don't plan far ahead uh, because I don't, don't know where I want to go. So, um, and plus it's really, really fun actually sitting there and you know, breaking up your day by looking at great hotels and, and you know, for the next next hotel that you're going to go to. But always look for places that have got really, really good internet. <laughs> that's that's a, a key thing. I always look at reviews on internet, um, on, you know, internet access, whether it's meant to be good or not. And again, like I said, you know, make sure you carry the currency when you arrive into the country. So one of the things that can happen to ADHDs if we don't take time out and I guess more so than neurotypical people because understand with ADHD your brain thinks and is wired differently right and most of the time we are spent especially as females we're spent masking our symptoms we're trying to overcompensate so we will do more things we will feel more we will work harder we will try we, we, we constantly be on to try and mask the fact that our brain and our whole being is not coping okay so we push through and we're overachievers most of the time as well. So we'll push through, we'll strive harder, we'll do everything faster, we'll be better. And it gets tiring. And you often won't know because you'll still be pushed by adrenaline, pushed by your determination and everything like that. You won't know until it's too late. And I experienced this myself. 
So I pushed and I pushed and I pushed and I've got, you know, several multi-million dollar businesses that I've built over the years. And in the last uh, 12 months, I got burnt out and it hit me like an absolute brick. And I get quite tearful about it because it's, I've always been, I've always been an overachiever and I've always achieved absolutely everything. Okay. And I've, but I've been trying to be everything to everyone and I just couldn't, and I couldn't anymore. And so when I decided to, to take the break and get away um, over, you know, the holiday season and that, and actually take time out for myself, it was just such a relief. Okay. Um, I, I didn't realize how bad I got until everything was suffering. So if you can't, if you, if you, if you, I guess if you don't take time out, and you push through, you actually will quite often hit burnout. And it might not happen this year, and it might not happen next year, but it, it does happen. And people said that to me, and I just didn't believe them. I'm like, oh, no, I'm a super, <laughs> superwoman. And I am, but there's limits to superwoman, okay? And there's times where um, it's, there's times where you just can't, you can't go anymore. And I got to the stage where I could not leave the house. I'm a social person. I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to answer calls. I I just stayed home. I actually stayed home for months. I didn't even go out and didn't do anything. And luckily I've got a laptop and that and I can do business, but I didn't even want to take calls and that and I burned out. And so that's the risk that we take. So if 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 you if you don't take a break and you don't take time out time out for you, then there is a real, real possibility you will burn out and you'll be forced to anyway. So why not do it before that happens if you possibly can. And there's always a way. So um, I hope this, you know, helps helps you with, with, you know, your decision on should I take that holiday and do something for me or should I not? Do it. Do it for you, but especially do it for people, you know, do, do it for people around you, but especially do it for you. So I know there's many of you out there that actually just can't escape. You know, you can't escape the, the busy season. You've got, you know, commitments and whatever else. And yes, I had that for years as well. You know, I've got the teenage children now, but they were kids and they loved Christmas. And I had, you know, Christmas parties and teenage children and multiple different families and commitments to employees and commitments to clients and things like that. So how I used to deal with it is I drank to be honest, and I know there's a few other ADHDs out there, and you, you, you know, this, you might be able to relate to this. I used to deal with it by drinking wine at night to just switch off and wind down. I could cope during the days. I could, you know, mask essentially during the day. So everyone thought that everything was perfectly fine, but I was melting down in here, and the only way I could get over it, I thought, right, was drinking wine and it is it helped probably shouldn't help I know there's people out there that are going to go absolutely that is completely wrong I, I I know but it's how I cope now of course there are other coping strategies and one that I thoroughly recommend that I also do as well and I exercise all right I am a marathon runner and um, and so when I'm at the height of that stressful time and can't take time out is I make sure that I get in a good run each day. This year was different for me because I was injured. So it's why everything compounded and I got burnt out. But so the coping mechanisms, if you can't escape and you've got to do it all and you've got to keep working through and whatnot, make sure you plan a holiday and plan time for yourself in the future. OK, and not too distant future. So get through this 
plan it in the not too distant future. Take time out for an hour or so each day if you possibly can at night. You know, some people say meditation. I can't ever do it and that. Um, if a glass of wine works for you, you know, who am I to say don't do that? But maybe do some exercise. Do something that you really love, something that you enjoy. So take time out for you if you can't get away and do something that I've done and you've got to go through this 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 silly season of stress. So on the topic of, let's just say, new year, one of the things I really want to touch on is there's lots and lots and lots of articles about there that out there that talk about ADHD new year resolutions. How an ADHD sets a new year resolution. All the rules and the tips and what not you should take to set a new year's resolution. I swear those articles are written by non-ADHDers. One of the things I, I, oh, I can set New Year resolutions. I used to set them every single year. I'd write my list and I'd be like doing all this stuff for my New Year resolution. One of my New Year's resolutions was to be way more organized, plan ahead, maybe organize lunches for my children and whatever else. So I, can, I made so many. And within days, I'd already broken my New Year's resolutions and I'd feel really, really crap about it. And that's the problem with New Year's resolutions and especially with us ADHDers. We already have such self-esteem issues. We already criticize ourselves way more than the average people out there or the neurotypicals. So if you set a New Year resolution, you are going to break it. And then you're going to feel way worse about yourself. So just don't do it, okay? The only ADHDers out there that I would say possibly could stick to New Year resolutions, and remember there are three different types of ADHD that they say are out there. You've got your um, you've got your inattentive type, you've got your hyperactive type, and then you've got your combination, which is inattentive, hyperactive. Well, I'm a combination, inattentive, hyperactive. Yay! <laughs> the only one that I would say probably possibly would stick to it might be the inattentive because they are the ones that tend to be, from what I can gather, a little bit more anxious um, and probably do a lot more masking. And again, this is just from what I've observed and definitely not a professional level here. And I'm sure some people will say that's not true. I'm welcome to, you know, other people, you know, saying, uh, helping out with this, this information as well. But, um, you know, my daughter, she's more the inattentive type. So she's not hyperactive. My son's hyperactive. I'm the combination of two. My daughter is super stressed and anxious and writes lists and masks like you wouldn't believe. So she would set a resolution and she would make sure she would do it because she would panic because, you know, she didn't hit it, right? Um, if you're a combination or hyperactive, probably less so. But in fact, let's put it this way, okay? Only 8% of everyone in the world sticks to their New Year's resolution after a month. That's only... So 92% of people that make New Year's resolutions, whether they're ADHD or not, even probably worse if your ADHD is, but 92% of people will fail or break their New Year's resolution within the first month. In the second month, 22% of that 8% will, will break their resolution. So just don't set a New Year resolution. It's as simple as that, okay? Don't put yourself through the stress and whatever else. What I tend to do is I start to reflect on things that I want better. I actually don't set New Year resolutions. What I do is I, I envision what I want for the year. So let's just say um, I'm uh, like, it's 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 a, it's an income goal. So I, and, and I've, I've, I've hit most of my mile, 
pretty much all my milestones, to be honest. But let's just say I'm on $100,000 a year in, in one of my businesses. Well, I'll go, well, okay, I wanna, I'm going to double. I don't set the resolution. I say I've doubled or tripled or more my income per month next year or this year in 2024. So I talk like it's happened. So everything that I do that I achieve isn't a conscious resolution. I'm going to now do this or become more organized or actually or actually um, return calls. I'm going to return calls. I'm going to be on time this year, right? I know it's never going to happen. So, so I like to set other types of goals and certainly goals that I know that I'll be able to achieve. And I don't, and sorry, not even goals. So I like to just project forward what I want. So I'm going to, you know, triple my income per month in the next year or rather than I'm going to use the it's happened right now. Geez, had a great year this year. I just tripled my income per month by over, you know, I'll triple my income per month, right? So I just hope that helps you, and you know, because I felt for so many years I thought there was something wrong with me because I felt like I was the only person in the world that just couldn't hit New Year's resolutions. I couldn't do the things that I, you know, that neurotypical people could do. And they're very simple things. It's like just be on time, Kerry. Be on time. Be on time. You can be on time. No, I can't. I can't. And I know someone's going to leave a comment and they're going to say, being late is not an excuse or is rude or is whatever else. No, it, we don't mean it like that. It's just something that happens. And no matter how much you try to, I can hyper-focus on trying to, you know, be on time, <laughs> be more organized. I can try, try and hyper-focus on it. It just doesn't happen. So, um, yeah, my advice for you this holiday season is relax, enjoy, do the things that you absolutely love to do. Uh, and don't put too much stress or pressure on yourself to try and do things that you think you should do, that other people expect you to do. You're a unique, unique, beautiful person. And, um, and you know, people should just love you for how you are. And most importantly, most importantly, you should love you for your absolute amazing ADHD uniqueness and love yourself absolutely first this, uh, this Christmas and this holiday season. So if you love the ADHD Fempreneur uh, podcast and you love this episode, make sure that you do subscribe to, you know, to more. Uh, you can subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcast or Spotify and make sure you give me a five-star review. And if you are interested in hearing about any other topics uh, or, you know, that, that of ADHD or and if you are interested in other topics or me covering other things, then make sure that you leave a comment below so that uh, that I can look into, you know, coming up with other things for you. And I will see you on the next episode.